Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inahu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nukminu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdi allahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh amma ba'd qala Allah subhanahu fi kitabil kareem ba'd a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanul wajim اعلموا انما الحياه الدنيا لعيب ولهو وزينه وتفاخر بينكم وتكاثر وتكاثر في الاموال والاولاد كمثل غيث عجب الكفار نباته ثم يهيج فتره مصفرا ثم يكون هتاما وفي الاخره عذاب شديد ومغفره من الله ورضوان وما الحياه الدنيا الا متاع الغرور صدق الله العظيم The ayat al-kareemah that I just recited, this is from Surah Al-Hadid, in which Allah Azza wa Jal is reminding us the purpose of the creation of the mankind. Allah Azza wa Jal is telling us in rough meaning of the ayah, know that the life of this world is only a play and amusement, pomp and mutual boasting among you. And rivalry in respect of wealth and children as the likeness of the vegetation after rain. Thereof the growth is pleasing to the tiller afterwards it dries up and you see it turning yellow then becomes straw. But in the hereafter there is a severe torment for the disbelievers and evildoers and there is forgiveness from Allah Azza wa Jal and his good pleasure for the believers and good doers. Whereas The life of this world is only a deceiving enjoyment. Today, the reason I picked this topic, which is one of the most basic topic for all of the Muslims, all of us as a human beings even, we have to know about that. Which is the purpose of our life. What is the purpose of life? Why we are created? And this thought, comes to our mind every now and then, and especially the environment we are living in, it is kind of a norm in this environment. The moment the end of the year comes by, people start, they start recalibrating their goals. They start thinking of what they want to achieve in the coming year. What do we want to do? As a Muslim, of course, we don't need the end of the year. We don't need to be on December 31st thinking of what will be my New Year's resolution. As a Muslim, we understand our purpose of life without being end of the year or beginning of the year or mid of the year. Because we understand that the life can end at any time. And that reality is not only for the Muslims, every human being knows this. Because this is something 
out there in the reality. Last night, I was going to give a talk, and right before the talk, one of our Muslim neighbors, who's about, the kid is about 15 or 16 years old, 17 years old max, and he ran into accident. Now we get the phone call from the neighbor to go and check on him because the accident happened right, right by our house. That is a shocker, that is a reminder for us. He, was, he spent the whole night in the hospital, came out this morning, Alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him health. But uh, that is a reminder for all of us. We should not be thinking of, I have to grow old to die. Any one of us can die at any time. Hence, I better have a clear understanding of the purpose of my stay in this temporary life in the world. And for that, Allah Azza wa has very clearly mentioned to us, first of all, this world is not created for as an amusement only, or to just play. As unfortunately, we come to see, the moment there is some vacation time comes up, for adults or the young, you find that they f- try to figure out how to actually just use this time for play and amusement only unfortunately. Nobody says in Islam that it is not allowed to have a leisure time or to have fun in your life. Of course, all that has, can be done as long as it is done within the limitations Allah Azza wa has set. But the purpose of life is not just fun and amusement. Just play, eat, drink, go to college, get the best degrees, get the best jobs, get married, have children and die. If that would have been the purpose of the life, then we're not far off from anybody else in the world. Don't think that we are unique then as Muslim, we know as a Muslim, Allah Azza wa has created us for the sole purpose of worshipping Allah Azza wa And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَ لَتَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah Azza wa said, remind. Because the reminder benefits the believers. And this is a reminder what the following ayah is for all of us. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That we have not created jinn kind and the mankind for any purpose but to worship Allah Azza wa Jal, but to worship me as Allah SWT says in this ayah. That's the sole purpose of our creation. The question comes in is how can I worship Allah Azza wa Jal all my life? Because unfortunately, the definition of worship has been distorted in our minds. And that all goes back to the environment and the system and the ideology, whatever you want to call it, we are living in, that dictates the people. When you want to talk about worship, worship is what you do in your synagogue, in your temple, in your church, in your masjid. Whatever you do, that's what the worship is. But Islam does not define worship like that. Because otherwise there's a problem here. 
to think the worship is only when I am in the masjid. Yes, that is part of our worship. When we come to the masjid, we do what Allah Azza wa has commanded us to do. When we go back home, we stay with Allah Subhanahu wa do what Allah Subhanahu wa ordered us to do. But in Islam, worship is to follow Allah Azza wa in every action that we undertake. Whether it is a spiritual action or act of an ibadah, or it is my financial transactions, or my social transactions with the people, brothers or sisters, or husband and wife, and all those men and female, men and women relationships, or it is judiciary, or it is ruling, or whatsoever it is, whatever actions that we are undertaking, they have to be done according to the commands of Allah Azza And that's what makes us the one who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone for everything. So our purpose of life becomes easy to understand and execute. And to define the success, it is important to understand because many a times we think and unfortunately we give some time incorrect signals to our children and to ourselves also. We think the success is if you have made it, like the term has been used here. This person has made it. He's successful. Why? Oh, he became a VP of a company. He became a president of the company. Or a, a kid, he became a valedictorian in his school. He went to the best school, Ivy League school. He made it. He is the successful one. The one who got the degrees, he is the successful one. Is that what really the success is? What we see in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the word for example for, success, for, for the victory is used the faz. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That's the success. That's the victory Allah Azza wa is saying. Every soul will taste death. And everybody will get the, the correct repayment, uh, whatever word, the payment from Allah Azza wa on the Day of Judgment. But for man ziha, whoever saved himself from an-nar, from the fire, from the hellfire, and enter into Jannah, that's the victory, that's the, that is the success. And this word success in the Quran used about 20 plus times. Other places, other words used are, are the falah, muflihun, the one who are the, 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 the successful ones. And you will find in every case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has connected the success. The real success for the people is the ones who follow Allah azza wa and His Messenger Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is always connected to following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't undermine what I'm saying that it means that I am saying the kids should not be getting the best education and you should not get the best work done and the achievements in the world. The world is created for us by Allah Azza wa It has been given to us get the, the benefit out of it. 
But the real success is defined by how we utilize all these resources Allah has given to us. Whether we are fulfilling what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do or not. For example, we don't find in the lives of the Sahaba that we remembering them about the victory of what kind of wealth they gathered or what kind of skill sets they had in their lives and on and on. We always remember them for the actions that they did. For example, Khalid bin Walid radiallahu we don't remember how he fought against Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, how much he hurt Muslims in the Ghazwatul Uhud. Even though we talk about that, but that's not the part that make him the Khalid bin Wali Sayfullah. The thing that made him Sayfullah was his skill sets was used in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we talk about Amr bin Suhail radiallahu an, the one who negotiated with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Sulaih Hudaybiyah and being very tough with Rasulullah sallallahu not even wanted to write Rasulullah in the treaty. He said he doesn't know if he does believe, if he writes that, that's enough. Why do we have to even write the treaty? He knows Muhammad bin Abdullah. But we don't remember Suhail bin Amr, uh, Amr bin Suhail for this. I'm probably mixing the name. It's Suhail bin Amr, Amr bin Suhail. Suhail bin Amr. Suhail bin Amr, we don't remember for that. We remember him for what he did after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. After when Abu Bakr Siddiq when Abu Bakr became the Khalifa, he is the one who kept the Muslims united in the Arabian Peninsula. This is what we remember him for. The deeds he did for the sake of Allah azza wa even though he had the same skill set in both cases. But we remember him for what? When those skill sets are used for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't remember Qarun for the wealth he gathered. But we remember Uthman for having the wealth but spending in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the message I want to give today is this. It's a very simple and straightforward. To remember our purpose of creation is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to live according to Islam in all aspects of our life. If something is becoming a barrier for us, then we have to take down those barriers so we can live according to Islam. So today, we don't have a system of life that can make us live our whole life according to Islam. So that becomes an obligation on us to work for this cause. This is an obligation on all the Muslims to remember that. Now, besides that, on an individual basis, we all have different kinds of skill sets. What are we using those skill sets for? If we are using, we are using for the sake of Allah Azza wa If we are going to school, yes, we go to school for financial gains and all those things we want to gather. But at the end of the day, if those skill sets are used for the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that becomes an act of worship for us. Whether it's the school, whether it's the work, whatsoever we're doing. But at the same time, we have to remember, we have to create an environment where we can live according to Islam, where we can really fulfill this ayah, that we have not created you except for worshiping Allah. That's what I'm talking about for the ins and jinn.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.